0: anybody alive out there
1: <laughs> Ziki.
0: Oh. Oh, bitch. we should watch titanic soon
1: i just watched the new 365
0: <gasps> oh my god tell me about it actually don't i'm gonna watch it
1: <laughs> the last one was a lot better oh really yeah a lot better <laughs> this one the plot wasn't as good okay good and this sex is getting <gasps> hold on a little too rough oh it's like so rough it looks painful
0: yeah it it's took a not turn
1: hot anymore like how it was in the previous one
0: took a turn good to know yeah. anyways um, this this week's episode is
1: fucking incredible and it's very strategically placed i just want to say because yes for everyone listening, you know that we did not release an episode last week, oh sorry we start this and um, that would be because we really wanted this episode to drop in line with Fashion Week, and we also wanted to be participating in Fashion Week to have yes. some to share with you guys, so. We pushed it to wait until after the weekend
0: yeah so we definitely kicked off fashion week and we're not even like heavily involved in the events and the two of us clearly are fucking exhausted so i can't even imagine how tara feels no you know what she has like, been at every single fashion week event
1: i actually like i feel like last year i remember like watching influencer stories or like stuff like that and being like oh my god like how dare they complain about fashion week But
0: how dare they?
1: This year, like, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people, like, running to events and whatever.
0: On the street, in the wild.
1: Yeah, like, I live across the street from a hotel, and, like, the whole hotel Mm -hmm. has been fat. But. Yeah, but it's been crazy. I feel like, yeah, seeing people, like, running around, I'm like, wow, I. How about just sitting in the traffic? Yeah, I just, like, don't envy. I don't envy it. Like, a lot of props to people, because it's just. You know what else I think about? Like, it's so much socializing. Like, I would be exhausted. Imagine networking events all day for a week straight. All day, every day. like And at night. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, a nonstop it.
0: thing. One or two events, sign me up. The whole week? Whew.
1: But if you're just, like, attending for fun, sorry, but I don't sympathize. True,
0: that's so different. Because, like, we if had so your- much fun this weekend. But, like, yeah, if you have to go and work and, like, do it during the week, too.
1: Then I sympathize. But if you're just going for fun, like, all right, that's your problem. Shut up. (laughs) You don't have to be there. So go home.
0: But anyways, so Tara works in PR. She is a VP at Brandsway. And she gives us all the tea about how she got started, about what it's really like to be in that scene in New York. Um, We talk a lot about cancel culture and her views on it. Um, and we talk about her love of Bravo and when she met Andy Cohen. It's such a good story. She and also she gives, us a she gives us a tagline on the spot. And like PSA, it's so good. But also apologies because you'll hear in the middle, like we had a little technical difficulties. We recorded via Zoom. And it cut out literally the second she said the tagline. And then we were able to get back in. But you hear our reactions. It's actually kind of funny
1: yeah no it's like a secret talent of hers it's actually incredible like she can just think of them on the spot it's wild
0: it is like a talent and stay tuned at the end we do the five f's with her but um you're
1: welcome
0: yeah exactly we've been listening um but tara has been literally at every single event i mean this girl doesn't stop
1: yeah, no, she actually really has been. We
0: have um a few announcements to make, but shall we talk about this past weekend first?
1: Yes, we were, um I would say, like, bystanders in fashion. Like, I can't even say we participated. No,
0: we watched from a distance.
1: Yeah. A very close
0: distance.
1: I'm not going to lie. It was a pretty star-studded evening. We saw oh my God. Leo DiCaprio. He was the highlight,
0: Emrata for me at least. Yeah, Emily
1: Ratajkowski was pretty wild, just because like I've only ever seen her behind a screen, and she's just so yeah. I've never hot.
0: seen her in person. We've seen Leo before. She's so
1: hot, but she's little. She's not that tall.
0: I uh, see. You know what? It, she. I think she is. I just pictured her so 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 tall. Yes. You know, um, John Legend.
1: John Legend, Gigi Hadid.
0: The Williams sisters.
1: Yeah. Peter Dundas. Yeah.
0: Oh, Isabella Grutman.
1: (sighs) Isabella Grutman. That was like a
0: highlight for me. I love her.
1: I love her. But no, it was like, it was a really, it was like a very good people. I actually had, my neck was hurting when I got in bed that night. I was just like. For me, I it's had like I, the
0: outfits, like I was getting inspo left and right.
1: No, dude, like I, I need to shop.
0: Watching,
1: <laughs> I was people watching so hard. I legit had whiplash like my neck was cramping up. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Tonight is the Emmys. We can talk about that next week because it's literally going on right now.
1: What is the Emmys for
0: TV shows? Oh, uh, OK. You don't care. Maybe we won't recap it.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs>
0: Anything else? Oh, my God. Yeah. The Kardashians are literally taking over the world. And I'm so here for it.
1: What are they doing?
0: Bro, Kim Kardashian is now um, a partner in a new private equity venture.
1: I saw that.
0: And Courtney Kardashian came out with Le- Lemmy. And she just yeah. finally announced what it was. It's going to be vitamins.
1: Even if you hate them, like fine hate them but like you can't knock them for being like stupid or anything like that because they're actually like every single one of them is a businesswoman and like they work really freaking hard like they're up at 5 a.m. yeah be on the
0: right side of history that's all I have to say about that
1: the Kardashians will be in your history book one day yeah
0: okay and then the last thing I wanted to tell you was about Bravo I don't think I saw a conspiracy theory and I don't think you.
1: You saw it. Tell me.
0: You're going to hate it. Oh my God, we also it.
1: need to talk about Giggly Squad.
0: Well, I was going to say, it's a great segue into the other thing we did this weekend. Okay. We're um, gigglers,
1: everybody. We're gigglers, googlers, or whatever you want to
0: call it. <laughs> um, you're going to hate this conspiracy theory. What? <laughs> there is a theory going around that Craig Conover is going to be the new Andy Cohen. Do you want to hear what the conspirators have to back it up? Yes. Andy Cohen only follows two people from the Bravo world. And I, I didn't, like, sit there and really check, but I checked, like, a few big names, like Kyle Richards and Paige DeSorbo, and he doesn't follow them. He only follows Craig and Shep from Southern Charm.
1: Wow, that is so interesting. Right? How
0: weird. So people are saying that Andy is going to, like, retire and Craig is going to, like, take over Andy's spot, which, like, I think is a
1: stretch. I'll legit stop watching all the reunions. I'm a giggler, but, and I'm a Southern Charm charm fan. But from what I've seen of Craig on Southern Charm. You don't love him. I don't love him. Maybe he's really different in person, so I can't hate Cause I feel like, I feel like, okay, here's a perfect example. Like I really didn't like Hannah Burner on, on. Summer um, House. Summer House. And I, I know Claudia from the morning toast felt the same way and then met her in person and loved her seeing her on the giggly. We went to the giggly squad live show slash comedy show on Saturday night in New York. And they do, like, a live show tour. Um, and Hannah stole the show. Like They were so good. Th- Hannah's just hilarious. Like, she's fucking yeah, like, funny. Like, no offense, it would have been boring without Hannah. Like, Paige didn't really say much. Hannah was yeah. so, she, I actually was, like, peeing my pants. And I really, really, really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, they crushed. They really, really crushed. Um, we do have a few um, codes to talk about. One being if you missed our last week's, or I guess now two weeks ago's episode with Nick, um, founder of Mly Cookies. Don't forget to order your cookies on eatmly.com with our code New York Cookies. It's N E W Y A W K Cookies. And if you missed our live with Mindset Wellness, don't worry. We have an episode coming up with them. We sat down with Renee and John, the founders of the CBD brand. And you can use code NEWYORK for 20% off of and free shipping of any of their CBD products.
1: And I must say I have tried multiple different CBD brands. Their CBD gummies like taste good exponentially better than other ones i find that for some reason i don't know if it's the cbd formula or something but like the other cbd gummies that i've tried leave a really weird aftertaste in your mouth the theirs don't and theirs literally taste fire i agree and you have tried a lot of them i've tried a lot of different i think i've tried like four different brands
0: yeah for sure like you've and like
1: they're all really the tried one.
0: exponentially that's your new favorite word i love it
1: i love You've been saying it a lot
0: exponentially.
1: I'm a mathlete. (laughs) Maybe that's why.
0: Um, and that's that on that.
1: That's that on that. Enjoy the episode. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, share the podcast.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where are you from? Where do you live now? What do you do, etc.
2: So I am Tara Ciccone. I am 31 years old. I'm originally from Staten Island, New York. I live in Midtown right now, but I lived in the Lower East Side for about six years. And I am the vice president of a boutique uh, PR firm called We Creative. Yes. So for
0: anyone that doesn't know, um, I met Tara at a Spotlight Hamptons magazine event in the Hamptons. Um, we interviewed Sydney actually just before we attended the event. How do you know Sydney? So
2: I met Sydney when she was working at Daily Front Row. So oh. uh, I've been doing Hamptons PR for a very long time. So I represented everybody from like Montauk Beach House, to the Maidstone to Memory Motel. So I was always working with Sydney on stuff.
0: Wow. Oh really God. cool. Oh wow. God, You've been around the block out east, it sounds like.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: So what God. What type of people or brands or like places, like you said, Montauk Beach House, whatever, what is the general, I guess, theme of who you represent and is there or does it kind of go everywhere?
2: So everything that I represent has to have a lifestyle skewed to it. Um, so we'll do fashion brands, but with lifestyle skew. We do beauty, health, and wellness. We'll do large scale events. So like we were uh, responsible for relaunching the Big Apple Circus when like Tinsley was. The oh romantic. my god! Yes, That's so cool. cool. It was really really fun. So we did that, and like if Big Apple Circus came to us and was like do PR, we'd be like no. They were like make it millennial. We were like a housewife. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do that stuff. But then we also represent a lot of TV talent. So Tinsley was one of our clients. We worked really closely with Sonia. Uh, Deandra from Dallas was one of ours. And then we had a bunch of models. So yeah, we do a little bit of everything as long as it's like cool. Right. <laughs> Does that sound right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, speaking of housewives, I know we spoke about Bravo a little bit at the lunch. Um, And you mentioned that you are just waiting for Andy Cohen to call you up.
2: Yes, I am. So it's really funny. I never watched a franchise in my entire life up until COVID. And I was representing, I was working with Jill Zarin at the time on uh, Bobby's Zarin Fabrics. I was like always like thrown into the mix. And I was like, you know what? Ever since I was younger, I've always wanted to be, like, on a reality show. And I'm just, like, I'm bitter. I'm bitter. Um, like, I remember when Jersey Shore first came out, I was, like, I get drunk and fall down and nobody pays me money. So, like, <laughs> now I do know. But now, I, COVID happened and I, like, watched The Housewives and I was, like, guys, yeah. I'm desperate. So then once upon a time, I went on a date with a very affluent older gentleman, and we were sitting in Soho house and Mr. Andy Cohen walked in and mm-hmm. this man said, Andy, this is Tara. And there I am with my slick back hair, my big, gold hoops, my like chic structured uh, shirt. And Andy goes, all this? <laughs> this. He goes, this, I love this. So ever since then I always joke around and say like, I'm season 42 of New York me. Yeah. So, literally. I'm ready for it. I have like, I have my taglines and everything. Let's hear them.
0: You gave me one when we were sitting together.
2: Yes, when I I dumped out all of my crystals, and you'll hear why. So I have two. Um, Love and Light, but I'll never back down from a fight. Because I'm like, I'm woo-woo, guys. I read tarot. I have, like, my tarot cards over there. I have all of my crystals set up. Um, But then the second one is Ice on My Wrist, Crystals in My Bag.
0: Oh, I know. They're both really well thought out, too.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One day I was like bored. You ever get like really bored? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I've
0: (laughs) tried to think of taglines for myself. We're trying to think of, we need a tagline for our podcast, honestly.
2: I agree. Yeah. What What is your embodying? What are your
1: core values? Yeah. Let's think. What are our core values? Um, I'm like embarrassed to say
2: that. No, why? Shopping. But see fundamentals, right? You got to like get down to it. Be yeah. Believe? Yeah. I mean, honestly,
0: I think what makes our podcast unique is that, A, we're both from here and B, like, we're not like, oh, we met, like, we were random roommates and, like, now we're best friends. Like, we've literally been attached at the hip since we were 14 years old and we met at oh, yeah, preseason. No
2: way. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah. Friendship's really hard to keep. I know, and we've never gotten into
1: a fight. Oh, wow, don't stone don't Kurt,
0: please.
2: Wood <laughs> everywhere, I know. What, take out your crystals. <laughs> you gotta do something. I have to like pull a card for it. Be like, no, it says you'll be fine. That's amazing, though. Kudos, lady. Yeah, yeah thanks. thanks. Thank you. But yeah, I'd say
1: that's what like Brit like is kind of unique about us yeah we'd have to come up with a, a combined tagline
2: um so i'll meet you in one week and
1: perfect <laughs> perfect and we'll go knocking on store. andy's door <laughs> it's
2: gonna get me started i'm like Should i just randomly show up at a coffee shop like oh hi remember me um he'll probably be like no bitch who are you
1: <laughs> like you're halfway there like he I I shouted you out yeah I- he scouted I- you yeah he did he- didn't need to say that.
2: I was also with a man like twice my age. So he was definitely like, wow, I could what's probably the story? This one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Nothing. speaking Absolutely. of, um, scouting talent, since you are in the PR world, like how do you scout talent? What do you look for when you're scouting?
2: I look for somebody with passion and a good story. So a lot of people can have a brand. It's, yeah really easy to have a brand it's totally different to have a brand story and a brand dna and something that has longevity um you know for example we've worked with one brand called winky lux since their inception they're this amazing makeup brand and one of the things that makes them so special is that they were created through the founders like love for makeup you know, she started in the finance world you don't just leave finance and start your own beauty brand yeah, you know, like, Right. You're bored one day like It's something and just like watching her grow, watching her get deeper into the processing, the science and going from, you know, a a lip gloss with a flower in it to a full skincare line is just so like, makes me so proud. Mm -hmm. So someone who I know is going to have like longevity and someone that I I can foster and, and grow. It's, I always want to write a book called like the five things that you need to do before you get PR. Like, you need to have a team. You need to have, you need to like answer my fucking email. <laughs> so many little things. I'm like, I can't do anything for you if I don't have any of the information. So it's not, it's like a partner. Yeah. Okay. Also, I have to ask you because
1: I feel like from the little I do know about PR, I feel like any movies I see about it and about the industry, it's very cutthroat and competitive. Like, is this what you were doing fresh out of college? And like, what was it What was it like starting out, at least?
2: So I actually started in, uh, well, back up even further than that. I I went to college because I wanted to be a lawyer, then a judge, then a politician. And I was told that no one would ever take me seriously. So I left the school and I went to LAM. And I wanted to be an editorial in the worst way. Um, So I interned for Teen Vogue, like the semester after like the whole Lauren Conrad stuff. Oh, like, yeah. It was like really, really cool. So I was, I was very entrenched in uh, editorial. Then I interned for anthropology for PR. And I was like, huh, I like this. Because PR is basically just manipulating editorial. Yeah. Right. Um, well, they all have free will. But you are feeding them a story. And it, you do you, you get like a lot of help in like shaping it and, and you know, putting that there. So I was like, huh, I like this. I graduated college in 2013. The only thing I was worried about was making money. So I took a job in sales and I hated it. Then I took another job in marketing and I hated it. And then I took a job in editorial that paid me $12 an hour. I liked it, but I was broke. I met a lot of PR people. So it's funny that you said cutthroat because I have never once experienced a cutthroat PR person. Wow. Wow. Really, really fortunate for that. So I got thrown into this very very cheap job and she said I'm doing the in in uber newspaper which like only happened like twice she's like and I need a male uh celebrity to be on the cover so I reached out blindly as this like baby editorial person I made friends with a publicist who allowed me to put my straight hand on the cover and it was like huge and from yeah. there I- friends with her then i talked to another publicist at sony and i got something else and i made friends with her and through those people i started to get oh there's this pr job and this pr job because we think that you're wasting your talents here and why don't you try this pr job then i landed on friends and i went there and i interviewed for a hospitality publicist job and that was in 2016 and then the rest was kind of history
1: Wow. it's So it's definitely an interest, like you need to be a social butterfly. Like you need to be able to put yourself out there and network yourself.
2: You can't have an inkling of fear and uh, you have to bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, of course I've done that. Yeah, of course I'm the best person (laughs) in the world. You wanted to know if I brought somebody down a red carpet before? Of course I had. I had never done any of that, but I was going to figure it out. Yeah. right. And I was going to get that job. And that's really like, I always tell people in PR, like, you have to just dedicate a lot of time and, and kind of be, like, blindly confident in yourself.
1: Yeah. I love that. Obviously, your so work is probably a big part of your social life as well. Do you have any, like, favorite events that you've been to or that, like, stick out, top of mind where you were like, oh, my God, this is, like, the best job?
2: So Big Apple Circus. It was funny because I was just out to dinner with a group of friends of mine, uh, and we were just, like, you know, talking about everything, and one of the guys was, like, every time somebody asks me what the best event I've ever been to is, I tell them Big Apple Circus when you threw, because, like, I curated the food. Everyone was really drunk because it was unlimited drinks. We were all, like, on the, uh, like, whatever, the circus floor is like afterwards and like drinking and mingling with like the celebrities like the guys like i was standing next to lin-manuel miranda and i was like oh my god um so that one was really cool um i got to also do a lot of tv guy cover parties so we did one for svu it was like their 500th episode
0: wow pretty
2: cool um, I feel like I'm missing like really amazing stuff. I used to throw all of the fashion shows for style 360. So we used to do Serena Williams. So like escorting Kim Kardashian from like her car to her seat is like Stop. a big moment in my life where I was like, Hey girl, come with
0: me. <laughs> like, you oh know, my God, I actually we are huge, huge Kardashian. No, fans. I would have died. Yeah. Would have actually, <laughs> di- I think I would have like, I would have probably peed out. my pants.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, It was we like, We all had like the group text happening, and everyone's like, She's here, she's here, she's here. She's like, Go and like swarm. Was she nice? The sweetest human being. Oh my God. Wow. So tiny.
1: That's what I've heard. That's what one of my cousins who's actually in PR was like, They are so tiny Tiny. in person. So tiny.
2: So tiny. Yeah. I was like, How are you so short in all of those heels? Right. When I tell you, I was astonished by how short this woman was. Wow. Wow. And she dates like all these athletes. I did hear that she is not like beholden height. Like she would date like a short king. Interesting. Love that. Well, Kanye's
1: definitely not that tall. No.
2: So, like somebody was saying recently, like whoever Kim date, dates next, like it shouldn't be somebody tall because like she doesn't want it. So right. She want somebody else, and I was like, well, not for me. We're not in the same dating pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really mind. <laughs> I'm not threatened by who's Kim. No, Kim's gonna not pick. at all. Take a tall person. It's not going to be the same one as mine. <laughs> Take all uh-huh. the tall people. <laughs> okay, so
0: bringing it still, staying in like the PR kind of track. Oh, yeah. We live in a very, you know, we live in a world where cancel culture is such a thing now. So, how do you handle like a media crisis or like a frenzy or like, oh my God, this brand is getting canceled? What do I do?
2: It, the whole thing is like, you need to pause, right? Because anything immediately reactive is not going to be positive, right? You should never come from a place of panic, right? So sit down and you need to assess. You need to do the who, what, where, when, and why's, right? Yeah. Happen to what exactly happened. What's your story? What's their story? What's the real story? And just like, sit it down. Then from there, you can really build a plan of action, I always tell people it's better to confront it and say something. To, if you, if you did it, admit it, <laughs> that's right. more of the story. If you did it, admit it. You have to, if there's any way of proving it, just own up. You know what? There's more of a chance that you'll be forgiven in the end down the line. than if you lie and try to cover it up. Right. Didn't do it. Never come out and say, I absolutely didn't do it. That's it. And close the book. You're supposed to say, I did it. And this is how I'm going to make it better. Or I did it and I'm extremely sorry. I'm donating X amount of proceeds to this. There should always be a solution. Okay. We're all, we, we're living in a society that wants you to fix every problem.
1: Right. Like an mm-hmm. apology isn't enough.
2: It never is. So you always have to come correct.
1: Wow. that I agree with that though because I feel like there's been so many instances where like uh, Stassi Schroeder talks about it a lot, like when she was canceled and she just kind of came out with a blank statement apology because she, yeah. she was processing so much on her own that I think she just kind of shot out a statement and didn't really have a solution to fix it or didn't really, she just Take kind action. of said, "I'm right. Yeah. And people like really hated on her oh, apology yeah. and they were like, that was so not sincere. Like.
2: And it probably totally was. Right. Exactly. Right. But we're just living in such a such an age that they think that if you're not doing something about it, or if you're not doing something productive, which most of the time, that it's not sincere. When in all actuality, it could be sincere. But like you said, she doesn't have somebody coaching her in her ear. She may now.
0: Right, I'm like- sure, but uh, yeah, I feel like you live and you <laughs> learn. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm like going through like my my like rolodex of people. you like my head. wait. <laughs> Yeah, publicists. Uh, but there should always be some sort of like actionable item afterwards, right? Yeah. What is
0: your take on cancel culture?
2: Cancel culture makes me a little sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I feel like we are not giving people the space to learn.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I, I like, I, for example, if. Somebody tweeted something in 2008 that was completely miscolored and is is bad. They should be able to come out and say, I have learned so much since 2008 and Mm -hmm. I am here now to educate you or support you in your journey of how to get from 2008 me to 2022
1: me. Right. Totally.
2: I also just feel like
1: it's crazy to hold somebody to the same standard because we live in Totally different worlds from what we were back then. Like, because even I remember things that people said or posted, including myself, like on my Facebook wall or whatever my yeah, space whatever wall, was. Yeah, that like I think about now and like it makes me cringe, cringe, or I'm like, oh my god, like that was so not okay. But it's the beauty of educating ourselves and people like becoming more aware of problematic viewpoints that may have existed. But then it's like, okay, but if someone didn't know about that 10 years ago, like, how are you going to hold them to the same standard as today?
0: Right. No, and it's like, you're, there's a difference between like, looking to cancel someone versus like, looking to like, educate someone. Like, I just listened to Remy Bader on Call Her Daddy. And she was like, I'm not here at all to cancel any of these brands. Like, I'm here to like, just be like, hey, by the way, and like, See if they want to partner with me and right. doing better, which is totally the way it should be.
2: Oh my gosh. It absolutely should be. Because how are we supposed to grow as a society in general if people are not providing us with the tools to educate us? Yes. Yeah. Saying, no, you're done. Mm-mm, gone.
0: Don't even want to hear from you anymore.
2: Like that can for anybody. That yeah.
0: doesn't help anyone at all. Not yeah.
2: an in the society. As long as they're not doing those problematic things today. Right. Let's do not do the problematic things today. Right. That's all I'm
0: saying. I guess sort of on the same track. Is the statement all press is good press? No, true. No-
2: Short answer is yes. Like all press is good press because that means that you're relevant enough to be spoken about. Oh, right. so it is true. Because if they're saying something bad about you, it's an opportunity to then go back to said publication or said writer and say, hey, so and so really wants to set the record straight. Um, the longer answer is, no, absolutely not. I would never want somebody writing shitty things about my client. Right. But on the surface level, it's just like, sometimes you want people to know they still care. It's like when an ex, like, are all texts from ex good text? Right. Obviously, okay. You, you don't want to hear from him, but you're like, he's still thinking about me. Totally.
1: You know, okay. Yes. Very good comparison. I was just gonna say that's a great. Made it analogy. so relatable. <laughs> that's how I feel,
2: you know. I'm just like ah.
1: I'm like perfect. I'm still in their mind. I'm still not gonna answer, but perfect. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I feel like PR is almost like medicine, where like people don't ever stop getting sick, people don't ever stop getting injured, whatever. Doctors can't sleep. Like the news doesn't stop. So like, are you always on? Like, are you? Like you're answering emails on a weekend, putting out fires, right?
2: Oh, all the time. All the time. Yeah. I I'm, I was actually just talking to somebody on a dating app who was like, "I would like a four day work week," and I was like, "Dude, that was I I wouldn't even know what that means, right?" <laughs> I am working twenty four seven. I'm always on. Uh, if there's something wrong, COVID allowed me to really make more boundaries, though. Where I'm just like, "Are you dying? Are you bleeding? No, please don't talk to me." Right. But that doesn't mean that I'm not, like, always thinking or always, like, networking or always, like, finding somebody who I'm talking to while I'm at a bar who does X, Y, and Z. And I'm, like, so they be PR? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm always working.
1: How do you, like, decompress? Like, when, let's say, you're putting fires out left and right and then you're, like, I need to take a second. Like, what are some different strategies or ways, like, that help you chill out?
2: I love that
1: me too i love that <laughs> I just gonna say. So
2: i'm like obsessed with the bath like
1: so I is mars same
2: I, I i will like i have a tray i have my candles yep. i have me my, too i have a specific macbook computer that is only for my bath so i can watch my shows and if it gets wet next I really don't care.
1: level i love that
2: then i do like the over the top bubbles the phone is nowhere near me it's only there to take one cute little like picture of the same (laughs) and and the door is closed and I'm like do not talk to me do not look at me I do not exist for these next 45 minutes yeah totally
0: a bath person is like a bath person like you're not there's no half-assing a bath you know
1: it's like the first thing I look for when I check into a hotel like whenever I'm on vacation I'm like oh is there a good bath
0: is that what you, or is that what you do? Like when we travel, you yeah, do always go like, to the bathroom
1: because I just want to see. Because like if there's a good bath, Wait, like, I never actually I'm even realize. It. Like you look, yeah. Like my dream in my like dream apartment or home is like the most stunning bath. Like that's what I need.
2: I bring a whole Pinterest board of like clawfoot tubs that I want clawfoot. Like, yes, I'm like zillowing homes right now, and like one of them have, like this clawfoot tub in front of like a floor to ceiling mirror. And oh, top like, to the lit, top of the list. Obsessed, like I need it. Like mm-hmm. a man showed me an apartment. A man, a real estate. Agent. <laughs> it was like the man showed me the apartment. A man showed me an apartment. It was like double the size of my apartment now, but it only had a stand up shower, and I was like, nope. Yeah, you're he like was I'm like, all set. Are mm-hmm. you serious? I'm like, I for everyone's mental health, mm-hmm. I needed. That.
1: Yeah. Wow, I love that. And you mentioned, like, you're into crystals and tarot cards and whatnot. How'd you get into that, and, like, where do those come into play? And you're not just into it. Like, y- you do carry them. So I've
2: always, since I was a child, was, like, a, a witchy kid. And I was like, I'm a witch. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> I
0: thought I was, too, at one point.
2: Oh, my God. Like, for, But, like, my thing is it never ended, right? <laughs> so... When I started getting into astrology, like, I was, like, the 16-year-old. who was, like, my big three are. And everyone's, like, I'm a Leo. And I'm, like, no, you need to, That's not even the representative one guy. Like, I was annoying. Right. So I, like, I used to have, like, dreams of, like, deceased family members and, like, talking to me. You're, like, definitely so, gifted, though. Exactly. So that's what people used to tell me. So I was, like, talking to one psychic. who's like, you can, like, harness your gifts. Mm-hmm. And, like, like practice okay. it never did because why would I? You don't have time. (laughs) Nuts. But like, I really started getting into it. I started teaching myself how to read tarot. Um, The crystals kind of just calm me. I'm a big ritual person. So like full moons and new moons, there's like water and charging of the crystals. And like, I I like do a lot of journaling and writing and like, I have my Palo Santo. So it was basically something that has always been innately in me, but also as like my OCD self, like I need a ritual. I need something right. that attaches to something else that allows me to think that I'm going to get the outcome that I want. Right. Right. Basically, that's what I do.
1: <laughs> okay, and if like we should have let's say two crystals on us at all time, what should we have?
2: Are you in relationships? No. No. Okay, rose quartz always.
1: I knew it. Okay. So,
2: okay, <laughs> but everybody should have a rose quartz and then If you're in a relationship, you don't need it. No, not really. Rose quartz is supposed to attract. And oh, okay.
0: oh, I didn't know that.
2: Okay. Are listening, I could be wrong, but this is what my like mama psychic people have taught me. Um, and I love a citrine. Citrine is usually really good for success, if I'm not mistaken. Again, I feel like all of the witchy community are going to come after me if I'm wrong. <laughs>
1: it's okay. I don't know if we have a lot of witchy listeners,
2: but maybe you will after this. Who knows? You're right. I hope. Um, but yeah, those are the two, because I, I believe that the two pillars in your life that, I mean, for me personally, what I like to attract is like my love life and my success. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah.
2: Um, I have like enough like eyes on me that like, I don't need anything to ward off. I have like my bracelet. I have like a ginormous eye on my ribs. So mm-hmm. like, gotta ward off the evil there. So yeah, I think those two.
0: Okay. All right. Perfect. And before we head into our rapid fire... Any advice to young brands?
2: Do your homework. me mm. you figure out who you want to be. Um, it's not cheating to base your brand DNA off of other brands and what they're doing correctly. Right. If you see something successful it together, right? Like no brand was created in a vacuum. Right. It's drawing inspiration. And like, if somebody's doing it right, you know that they're doing something right. But believe me, your own experiences will be able to edit it and tailor it to something that's completely yours and possibly more successful.
1: Right. Okay. So we'll go into some rapid fire. Um, Okay. What crystal's always in your purse?
2: Oh, my quartz. My rose quartz. Okay. Okay.
1: Favorite Bravo show now that you've watched them all?
2: Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: So good. I was just watching it.
2: Uh, I'm gonna outfit.
1: watch tonight. Actually, I'm they're behind. just like they do it right. Like they are so chic. They're elite. They're yeah. Like the cast, the outfits, the houses where because the they're authentic. Vacation, yeah, like they are real. They're aspirational. Like you want to watch Real <laughs> Housewives. Yeah, and you want to to be right. them. I laugh, but you're right. You're, like there's a lot of Housewives that I watch, and I'm like, I'm all set. Like I don't. Oh wanna God, be yeah.
2: These. Same. Not gonna name
1: any names, but yeah.
2: I tell all my friends all the time as they're like filming pilots, reality shows, you have to be two. Th- you can, you can go two ways, right? You can be aspirational or you can be relatable. And I don't want to watch relatable because again, I could do all that stuff and I could be making money and I'm pissed about it. Right. So mm-hmm. I was aspirational because I am not, you know, I'm not Kyle Richards. I'm not like you ladies do it right. I am not to read with her nondescript accent. Like, <laughs> Literally. I am just me, so I'm like, you know what? You guys are making money because you're very entertaining. Right. Garcelle and her producing the way she's like, and say what you said before. I'm like, oh, you're stunning. You can
1: produce. Yeah. No, their lives are, like, Garcelle, like, pushes the episodes along. Yeah. I feel like just with a lot of... Like, I love reality TV, like, love it. And I just feel like the shows that stick with me are the ones where I'm, like, right, aspirational or their lives are just so different from mine. Like, I like Southern Charm because to me, like, my life couldn't be more opposite from, like, life in Charleston. So, like, I like watching stuff like that where, like, to me, like, Summer House, while I do like it, I'm, like, I don't think that's a fair reflection of the Hamptons. Like, so I'm not, like, die hard, like, in that way. But... I, the Beverly Hills out of all of the Housewives I'm just like it's, it's my favorite uh, one
2: so I wouldn't watch Summer House because I had a casting director reach out to me for when it was the working title of Weekend Escape um, like OG I, it didn't feel right to me yeah right to me. so when they went on and did the show I was like I refused to
1: watch it because that could have been me right <laughs> um, okay dream client to represent
2: wow dream client to represent that's a Really hard one. You want know, okay. That's not hard. I actually just signed her. So her name is Amira Dustain. She is the first black trans Victoria's Secret model. She's a beauty influencer. Oh, yes, wow. I- yes. So I had I've been a fan of her. Um, I had met her at an event, then we had done a press trip where I invited her out. And let me tell you that, like, I just find her authenticity, her personality, who she wants to be just to be so genuine. And I had wanted her as a client, and now I had just signed her on as one. So, yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. I that's a great school. one. She's so amazing.
1: That's a real – that's got to be such a good feeling, too, because even us, like, I feel like guests that we've wanted on the show that, yeah. like, end up replying to us, I'm like, oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> so, I like – yeah, it's I'm a good
2: like, oh, shit. feeling. Like, I made that happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But no, you- it's a
0: really good feeling.
2: Yeah.
1: Favorite date spot in the city?
2: 19 Cleveland. Such, Such a, a good, good one. one.
1: <laughs> and fun vibe.
2: So fun. I like love it. And then hummus I can like live off of. Yeah.
1: Literally.
0: Okay. Last one. If you had to come up with a tagline for our show on the spot. I know we already oh kind of God. talked about it. <laughs>
2: Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. If I had to come up with a tagline, oh wait. Like, I want to say, like, city may be gritty, but we're real pretty.
0: <gasps> How does she do that?
2: Oh my god, that was so good.
1: It was, but literally, both we our both were like when it went off, we were like, <gasps> oh my god. Wait, did you hear it? Yes. Oh, yay.
2: It's just like, I can, I can brainstorm more, that.
1: Wait, what, is city, city?
0: city may, may be, be gritty,
2: pretty, but we're real pretty
1: i can't i'm obsessed literally cut cut off katie was like how does she do that (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you wow Um, oh my god okay i love that um okay before we wrap up we're going to do the five f's which we do on every episode and we like to do it with guests who are real new yorkers um we'll start with let's start with food because that's an easy one any good restaurants
2: i've really been eating at 19 Cleveland at least once a week, which is becoming a problem. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of, like, somewhere else more fun. Okay. So I moved up to Midtown during the pandemic. It's not a glamorous place. It does not have good food. It does have this old-ass diner on, I want to say, like, 55th and 1st. Oh, when
0: my I God.
2: My field, I go there and get, like, big-ass pancakes.
0: I know exactly what diner you're talking about. I think – my parents, when I was first born,
1: used to bring me to that diner.
2: Oh, wait, that's so cute. Um,
1: and it's hard to find a good diner in the city.
2: Oh, absolutely. So I, had I love a diner. That, uh, I got a, this is like going to be on a tangent. I had gotten a breast reduction. My doctor was around the corner from my apartment on 47th. I had to go and get my drains removed. I, I was, like, crying. I was so upset because I was just, like, in pain and still high. It hurts. Like, my mom was like, where do you want to go? I'll take you anywhere you want to eat. And I was like, Madison Diner. She was like, really? Out of all the fucking places? <laughs> right. So it's my comfort place.
1: I love that. Okay, that's a good one. Um, Okay, fun. Anywhere, like, you've gone recently that you were like, oh, that's a good night or just a classic spot that you hit up?
2: Okay, so I'm really boring. Um, every weekend this summer, I've either been in the Hamptons away or upstate at a friend of mine's. So the one place that I'm going to tell you that's really fun in New York city is the new and improved Madison square dog park.
1: My, okay. So I live right by Madison square park um, and my super the other day I was in the elevator and like he got oh in heart. and he's obsessed with my dog. Like, Oh, oh you have a dog. Yes. Wait, Ze- wait her name wait. is Zed I'll Pick show her her you her. Come yeah. here Ziki.
2: Oh, here we go with the treats! Oh my God, is yours Stop. a golden doodle? She's a mini poodle, but she's really grown out right now. She is okay. So mine cute. is the
1: opposite. She has a botched haircut, but she's a sheep poo. She so, so she usually cute. has curly, little, like longer hair. But Aww. the other day, I was like, literally taking her out for a walk, and the super was like, "Have you seen what they've done to Madison Square Park?" I was like, "No." And I walked. Literally, I was like, "I'll walk her over now." It's amazing. Wait. Okay. So it's new and improved. It's brand new. Like it's gorgeous. Brand There's like new.
2: Hills and turf, and one tiny little stream that runs from the large dog park to the small dog park where they can drink and play. It is the highlight of my life.
1: Okay. I love that. That's a good one.
2: We haven't had dog parks yet.
1: Love that. Okay, fitness. What do you do for like working out?
2: I. Uh, or even just
1: wellness. Yeah.
2: I love everything, so I'll do everything. I run. I do yoga every morning. I do Pilates. I love New York Pilates. Obsessed. Used to be one of my clients.
1: Oh yes. New and York they Pilates. There's such buddies. a vibe in there. Like the aesthetic oh. is unreal.
2: I just I feel cooler walking through those. Me too. Totally. <laughs> so, Me too. Totally. I'm like, so you mean I'm really cool? Right. Like, yeah, Tara. Okay. <laughs> bizarre I love them and then like I'm stuck in 2016 and I love me a soul cycle class and I
0: don't care me too I don't care either I don't care I know it's overpriced I know it's gotten very soulful I'm you know what I'm adapting I'm evolving with soul cycle
2: exactly I just love when they tell me like you're doing great I almost cried
0: in a Sam Y class this past weekend
2: oh and it was everything I needed I haven't gone to one of his classes in a year. Me. Either. I never
0: like you don't cry, but I hadn't been in so
1: long. I think I was just like emotional yeah. to be there. <laughs> sure. but
2: no, I love, love Soul it.
1: Cycle. It also just like I feel like we grew up doing it that yeah. like it when I go, it feels like very nostalgic. One time okay, Katie and I we were in like uh, I'm like yeah, high school n- no, or freshman year of college. I think it was freshman year of college and we were like home for break and we went to brunch oh, yeah. and we were like drinking at brunch and naturally we're drinking a bunch and the two of us are like let's go to soul cycle why not we walked to forever 21 we buy workout sets because we weren't even in workout clothes wait we buy workouts. ones oh my I god still, i still have it like i leave it out in my house and they have dits i we <laughs> literally bought workout sets and went into the soul cycle class oh my bed. god i love that yeah we love it wow mars yeah i totally forgot about that i love it fashion Any, yeah fashion trend i love a
2: jumpsuit I want one piece. Give me a workout jumpsuit. So I'm really into like workout jumpsuits from Corral.
1: Oh. I was going to say, where do you get one?
2: I get them from there. So like they have like a ribbed one that I really like. They have like one that's a little bit thicker that I really like. Um, but then I'll do just like shorts, like cute jumpsuits from like Amazon. And
1: but- do you work out in them or no? You're wearing them with like a blazer uh, like. Both. Okay.
2: I know. I've I've been wanting that one recently, but
1: I was like, "Do I buy it and work out in it, or do I like rock it like a look?" You totally could do both.
0: That's one of those that like you're doing a Pilates class like early in the morning or whatever, and then you're going to brunch later, and you just want to throw on like a cute jacket or something. Yeah, transition yourself. Oh,
2: absolutely. Or you're soul cycling in Montauk. Yeah, fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, I have my cool jumpsuit on. I right. need to look cute. <laughs> yeah, one girl walked in with the hot pink Prada jellies on. I was like, thank God. I'm Stop. In my I moderately cool. I want those jellies so bad. Oh, yeah, they're really cute. That's my fashion too. Prada jellies. Prada jellies. Those That's are a really such good thing. one.
0: And I uh, think both of those are fads as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so fad would be Barbie core slash toddler core.
0: Okay, what is that? What's that?
2: The Barbie core right now is getting really popular because the Barbie movie, right? Yeah.
0: Oh. So then, and like the latex.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, anything that you would like skate in, then toddler core is something that I had observed and I'm trying to make it mainstream but I don't know if I'm going to be able to it's basically like dressing like a toddler scallop socks like really cute like you'd walk into Zara Kids and just make everything slightly bigger so I want that to be cool and I want our core values to be naps snacks and play yeah like <laughs> if too. we're gonna go if
1: we're gonna go with it looks wise like I should be eating a lunchable for lunch oh
2: my <laughs> 100 god socks, I 100% want to yeah. and a Capri
1: Sun <laughs> I want a Dunkaroo I want Gus Crushers,
0: fruit roll up. I want it all. Yeah, but it's true
1: though because like those little crop tops like with the like the butterflies on <laughs> them and like the little ruffles at the bottom like that it's so true that people are like loving and the
2: butterfly clips. Butterfly clip. Oh
1: yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, I think that we can bring toddler core and make it mainstream. I love that. <laughs> those Prada jellies are toddler core. 100%. For sure. Yeah.
0: It's like toddler core but make it designer.
2: Exactly. What I about love them? and I'm going to look like a large five-year-old <laughs> and that's i don't even care
1: and that's that on that okay well before
0: we let you go let everybody know where they can find you
2: you can find me on instagram and tiktok yes um tara saponi and then you can find brandsway creative at brandsway creative on instagram and then brandswaycreative.com if you are a budding new brand- york know